Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hey folks, Old Man Grognard here on a Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. Well, I got this voicemail from Joe the Lawyer about my last episode about campaign tone, and he brings up a very interesting subject, so I'll let you t- let him tell you about this. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, buddy, Joe the Lawyer here. Just wanted to touch base, heard of your uh, podcast about tone. Thinking along the same lines here as I set up my hex crawl, I'm going to be running the, the Blood Island thing, and... You know, it occurred to me, like, something you said sparked something in my head where you see it for the first time, you don't know what the hell it is, especially if it's a new place that nobody really has been before, right? Or, I mean, I could call it an orc, but then I could describe it to somebody, and they may think it's an orc, they may think it's something else, but it's like dub it orc. They have no idea what its capabilities are. Once I say orc, they know everything about it, right, because of old tropes, even if it's a different system, like a Sonic Storesman. I don't think I'll ever name a monster. I'm just going to go by descriptions. Let them figure out what the hell it is based on my descriptions. So, you know, once you see the same descriptions, I'll even let them name the stupid monster, whatever they want. Now, it's going to be me, going to mean me cross-referencing <laughs> when they say I'm going to fight the blue, 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 and I know that means orc. So, anyway, interesting. Bye. Thank you much, Joe. Appreciate that. Yes, it's interesting that you don't name monsters when they show up. But that only works once or twice. If you come up with the same description every time this monster shows up, they're going, oh, it's an arc. Okay. So you have to kind of change it up sometimes. And if they're on to you, it's like players catch on to things. And like I said, if they're quote unquote on to you, you have to do some different different ways of doing it, like smell and, I don't know, touch, hearing, things like that. But after a while, they're going to know the flora and fauna. So that's why people introduce new monsters sometimes, just to change it up. But I, I feel you. I feel you. And, you know, if they, you, they say it's a blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's a blah, blah, blah. So I understand that. Now, I do have a recommendation for you and to my listeners. I did a review of a product... And it is episode 87 of Old Man Grognar Reviews on YouTube. And I reviewed Hot Springs Island, which is actually two books. Some of you may have seen this. I picked this up at North Texas RPG Con last year. And it's really, really interesting because it's two books. There's the DM book and then there's the player's book. Now, the DM book is this big, you know, good-sized book. Tells you all about what's going on on Hot Springs Island in that area and it's not your usual hex crawl but they also give you a player's book which they are encouraged to write in now i have some 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 peccadillos about that but it has nothing to do with what i'm talking about here Uh, they encourage players to write in there because this is a journal that whatever company the sent the, the company sends them there for some reason and they're encouraged to write it because it's an incomplete journal. So they've got some things to go on from a previous party that has been there that they the company has. And they're encouraged to, when they find things, write them down. 
They write down the. They want to know the flora and the fauna and what these things are. You know what they are because, as a GM, you have the GM's book. But if you describe something to them, it encourages you just to describe stuff, and they'll just go, "Oh, it's one of those," and they'll write down, "Okay, it does this, it does this, it does this." Not only does that keep them on their toes for a little while, because after all, they're gonna after a while they're gonna understand the island, but it also gives you more fodder for your campaign. It makes your campaign richer, which is what I really like. And that's Hot Springs Island. You can find those at, I think they have a, a website. I'll, uh, what is the website? I, I have no idea. But if you go on DriveThruRPG, you can get the PDF of these, which if you're going to do the, the player handbook thing, the player book thing, I would encourage you to print that off off the PDF. This is why I'm saying this is the thing that had nothing to do with this, but the fact that, well, you're going to spend about a hundred bucks on both the books because the big one is sixty and the smaller one is forty. And you and handing my players a forty dollar book to draw and write in really kind of gets my goat. Because if you want to run this for more than one group, you got to buy another book or something like that. That's why I say print it off the PDF. Go to Staples. Go to 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 FedEx. Go to wherever and get it printed off. It doesn't have to be fancy. It can be like a cheap spiral bound thing. It, but and you can actually make it full size too if they need more room. But I would encourage them. I would I would I would plop that on the table and say, here, go to town. This is what the company gives you. I mean, I show them the book. This is what the company gives you. Let them look through it and stuff. I said, but do all your writing in this one, okay, please? And the nice thing about that is you can print it off and print it off and print it off if you run it for different groups and you collect them after a while. And then you just go through them and say, oh, it, and it gives you great ideas. It's great ideas. It's great fodder for your world. So I would recommend the Hot Springs Island if you have the scratch to get the physical copies, or the PDFs are pretty are cheaper. So it's more like I think it's more like you'll spend fifty bucks on two of them or something like that, or even I think they're they're even less, like twenty or something like that. But it, I recommend I highly recommend those if you want to do something like that. As far as a description goes, like I said, after a while they're going to catch on to what's what, you know. It's a duck. It walks like a duck. It talks. Like, it quacks like a duck. Okay, it's a duck. And so that's constantly giving the GM ideas, not ideas, but I mean concerns about trying to, trying to do it, you know, trying, trying to keep, trying to keep the wonder. What, what you're trying to do is keep the wonder and uncertainty about the place. And that's good up to a point. Because all players, if they play in a campaign world long enough, they'll get to know it to a certain extent. That's not a bad thing, but it, it gets a little frustrating to try and keep things fresh. That's when you start twisting things. You know, um, 
an orc with tentacles, a, as I said before, a boule that breathes fire, you know, things like that. That's when you start changing things up. And that's when they find out, oh, why was this happening? Well, this, this tribe was experimented on, or this thing was captured and dissected or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that enriches your world again. That makes things a little deeper. Now they know that there's somebody out there doing that. And so they start, that could be an adventure hook right there. That could be just part of the background world. It happens. You don't know. They don't know. So whatever the players throw, it's, it goes back to whatever the players throw at you, work with it. That's what you're there for, to run the game. And just, it's like, like I've said before, it's a tennis match between you and the players. That kind of thing. And what they throw at you, you throw something else back. They throw, And that's how you learn <laughs> during the game. That's how you learn to think on your feet, which is very important to be a game master. Very, very important. So look for Hot Springs Island and try and take what I ever give you. And I hope it helps. Okay, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, Drop me an email, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail over at Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I thank you. I have two supporters right now. I could always use more. They are Jonathan George Wendell Jensen and Oliver Sheik, and I'm going to try and mention their names every episode because I am very, very thankful for this. So, until I see you next time, Keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.